The following is my conversation with Stephen Wolfram about his new book, Burgundian Armor. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, this program is made possible by objectivist backsliders. Check out abzubastel.com for more information. Thanks for watching. Hey, Stephen, thanks so much for doing this. No problem. Uh, Brigandine armor is a very interesting topic, and I wanted to ask you about it. Of course, of course. Can you tell us a little bit about the history and use of Brigandine armor? Brigandine armor is actually a type of plate armor that was popular throughout the late medieval period and into the early Renaissance. It was basically a response to incorporated easing archery techniques and the development of firearms, which made it difficult for knights to defend themselves against attack. Brigandine armor was well suited for close combat because it was very constricting, which made it difficult for opponents to hit targets effectively. Is there a specific historical event that highlights Brigandine armor's importance? Well, I think one important example is the Battle of Agincourt in 1415, where English archers proved to be a formidable opponent for the French knights. The French were using plate armor at that time, but the English archers were able to penetrate their armor relatively easily with their longbows. This led to a dramatic change in the outcome of the battle, and it demonstrated just how important brigandine armor could be in protecting against missile attacks. So brigandine armor essentially served as a form of restriction suit? That's right. Brigandine armor essentially restricted movement and hindered opponents from hitting targets effectively. It was essentially designed as a form of self-defense against projectile attacks. Does this mean that brigandine armor was always seen as a negative force in terms of combat? Well, I think that's definitely possible. Mm -hmm. In some cases, it may have had even more negative effects than positive ones because it could restrict opponents' mobility in 31, limiting their ability to fight effectively. However, in many cases, brigandine armor was actually very effective at defending against projectile attacks. So on balance, I think it can be seen as primarily being positive in its effects on combat performance. Do you think there would be any modern equivalents to brigandine armor? I don't know if there would be modern equivalents specifically, but I guess you could maybe compare it to modern body protection equipment like shahita or expungers. Both of those types of protective gear are designed to restrict movement and protect against projectiles and shrapnel. That's a really interesting point. Thank you for your input. No problem. Uh, Thanks for joining us. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Transcript. Hey, Stephen. Thanks so much for doing this. No problem. Brigandine armor is a very interesting topic, and I wanted to ask you about it. Of course. Can you tell us a little bit about the history and use of brigandine armor? Brigandine armor is actually a type of plate armor that was popular throughout the late medieval period and into the early Renaissance. It was basically a response to incorporated easing archery techniques and the development of firearms, which made it difficult for knights to defend themselves against attack. Brigandine armor was well suited for close combat because it was very constricting, which made it difficult for opponents to hit targets effectively. Is there a specific historical event that highlights brigandine armor's importance? Well, I think one important example is the Battle of Agincourt in 1415, where English archers proved to be a formidable opponent for the French knights. The French were using plate armor at that time, but the English archers were able to penetrate their armor relatively easily with their longbows. This led to a dramatic change in the outcome of the battle, and it demonstrated just how important brigandine armor could be in protecting against missile attacks. So brigandine armor essentially served as a form of restriction suit? That's right. Brigandine armor essentially restricted movement and hindered opponents from hitting targets effectively. It was essentially designed as a form of self-defense against projectile attacks. Does this mean that brigandine armor was always seen as a negative force in terms of combat? 
Well, I think that's definitely possible. Mm. In some cases, it may have had even more negative effects than positive ones because it could restrict opponents' mobility in 31, limiting their ability to fight effectively. However, in many cases, brigandine armor was actually very effective at defending against projectile attacks. So on balance, I think it can be seen as primarily being positive in its effects on combat performance. Do you think there would be any modern equivalents to brigandine armor? I don't know if there would be modern equivalents specifically, but I guess you could maybe compare it to modern body protection equipment like shihaita or expungers. Both of those types of protective gear are designed to restrict movement and protect against projectiles and shrapnel. Thanks again to Stephen Wolfram for joining us on today's episode of the Luxman Artificial Podcast. Brigandine armor is an interesting topic, and I think his insights into its history and use are definitely worth hearing. Stay tuned for more content, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get notified when new episodes are released. And now today's poem, read by none other than Stephen Wolfram, it's called The Shiita. The Shiita is a brutal weapon, an ancient relic of war. Hmm. It is not meant for play, but for practice until the next battle comes. This heavy curved blade mm -hmm. is designed to kill, and it pleases well. Restriction is its name, and it favors those who are skilled. Others must learn to live within its grasp or be cut down by the Shiita's might. Mm -hmm.